Today is Wednesday, so we're talking about whatever we want to. Nick Cleveley, how are you? Good, brother. How's it going? Good. Oh, man, I got your levels too high, so I'm just going to calmly pull them down a little bit before anything goes wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I uh, Okay, talking about levels and sound stuff. Um, yeah, we're doing this the second time around, aren't we, Nick? Yeah, that's right. Practicing, practice makes perfect. Eh? <laughs> Forced practice. <laughs> so I think it's the. This is the first re- retake in uh, the history of Two Age Sojourner, and I'm not breaking my rule, sure. um, but I had uh, Nick's voice set crazy low and mine just distorting all over the place. <clears throat> so we recorded two <laughs> sessions uh, last night and we lost them both. So we're all a little bit on the down and out here, but uh, we're trying to do it again. We had some great discussions, didn't we, Nick? Yeah, those are the best thoughts I've ever thought, and there there is no witness to them. So, I know, yeah. and uh, if you had access to that podcast, it's a sure thing that you would be um, enlightened right now. It was that good. It was really good. It was it was the best there is. Yeah, no. you have to take a, <laughs> a blind leap of, of faith <laughs> and uh, beyond the numinal and phenomenal. The numinal and phenomenal. Yeah. Hey, what was that website you recommended to me? Um, I checked it out. The Academy of Ideas. Yeah, that was good. Um, I'm, and they've got a podcast as well. Did you know that? I haven't seen their podcast. I've just uh, looked at their YouTube. I think channel. it's the so same it's 15 thing. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, sort of fifteen-minute lectures on bite-sized philosophy. Yeah, yeah, cool. So you know, so you just got to watch out. It's 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 got a definite slant towards uh, Jungian psychology, Maslow self-actualization. Oh, they boy. basically pillage philosophy for self-actualizing self-actualizing projects, but they do a lot of good overview stuff. For they they just ex- give you bite-sized philosophy. It's really helpful. Cool. Uh, yeah, so look, if you become, um, you know, some sort of weird, trippy psychologist guy, then that's Nick's fault because he recommended the, the website. It's not mine. My conscience is clear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I dig it. Uh, I just like anything that gives. I, I, what I find with, um, it, well, definitely philosophy. I was going to say um, theology as well, but and even like language and just anything, anything super technical and super detailed and, you know, with a lot of different angles to it, like church history maybe as well. I find like yep. it's just a matter of for your whole life, really, you've just got to commit to kind of going over again and again and again, you know, and then at, yeah. at some point the penny drops and you just sort of deepen it out a little bit and then do it again, you know, and then. But, uh, no, but Augustine said, Augustine used to say to people, learn as much as you can because mm-hmm. God's tr- all truth is God's truth. Totally. Yeah. And look, I think yeah. when it comes to these sorts of things like with church history, uh, philosophy, history of Western philosophy, you're never going to know it all, but. There is a sense, I, I know, like you start with the, the, the big surveys, you know, you look at the, yep. the, the history, um, the survey lectures, you, you know, there's so much out there you can just kind of slowly work through. And then you just start again and work through the next one and work through the next one. And eventually, um, you, you might not know everything, but you feel like you know enough, you get a little bit bored with the survey thing. And that's a good sign. You know, it means that you're sort of getting your head around the narrative, the greatest story. Yeah. Yeah, and you you can kind of dig into the part that interests you the most at that point. So, yeah, um, you know, always always looking out for little websites like that. So that was a good good call. Um, so that was Academy of Ideas. Um, and the other thing I just uh, must remember to to kind of do 
with these podcasts is just let let everyone know who you are and uh, who I am, because I know it's, it helps me sometimes when I just tune into a random podcast, that would be a good example of one of them, um, where you just, okay, so who are these guys? What, what's going on? So Nick is a, a pastor of um, a church in New Zealand, Timur in the South Island, and um, you can get a hold of, well, you can see more about him at the, and the church, uh, Covenant Grace Church at www.covenantgrace.com. Dot church. Nice. Dot church. Oh, Covenant yeah. Grace Baptist.church. There's no dot between the Covenant Grace and Baptist, right? That's it. Okay, awesome. And then, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, we were giving away, <laughs> we were giving away your email, your private email uh, uh, last time. I don't know if you want to do that. Was that a good move? <laughs> um, depends Maybe if that you're was Muslim, the providence right there. Maybe don't, don't send me emails. I've had enough of them. I don't want to. <laughs> well, see, Nick's a bit of a, a mystery ball. The only the only time you're ever going to get to hear from Nick is on this podcast or on those sermons because he's just not on social media at all. And um, you his know, big brother is out there and he's watching. Oh, uh, dude, t- tell us. Okay, I know I'm kind of derailing. <laughs> let's turn, let's <laughs> let's turn this into a why Nick hates social media thing. Let's let's do that because I'm just scared. I, I, <laughs> we don't ever get to that. Uh, so what's the deal with you? And, what's the deal, bro? Okay, here's here's the honest truth. Okay. Most people shouldn't be heard publicly. I think that's that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> well, Am I, I was, allowed to say that? I was hoping for a less controversial opening, but that's great. <laughs> All right, it's a, unpack that. What do you mean? Uh, most people are stupid and they... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. <laughs> All right, so what about you, though? Yeah, well, you, you're the one who begged me to come on the podcast. So I sort of felt obliged. Okay, but I mean, look, if you had to really follow that through, you wouldn't get on this podcast. So, yeah. and everyone's... So look, I'm hoping that because I'm a pastor, I'm in my 40s, I've got several years of uh, study and yes. experience under my belt. I'm not going to be too stupid or shallow in what I'm going to say. Right. I'm hoping. That's a good point. No, I like um, that. And you, you know, when I when this is half the reason I want to know uh, who's on the podcast because, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you just you get time is is a wasting. And you know, who am I listening to over here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know that if you're listening to a pastor or you know uh, someone who's got his PhD, at least if they've, they've they've put some sort of you know. Um, uh, commendation of, or, or what is the word? They've shown themselves approved, would you say, or some at some, yeah, at some yeah, level yeah, in their field? Yeah, and um, definitely. And so you could you could work with that, and and you know then you can assess what they're saying. It's just that yeah, I, I totally agree with you in terms of just um, well, it's it, even I feel the same thing. I mean, the constant hesitancy with myself, um, and and just when I'm hearing um, just first year in the pastorate or not even a pastor, or I don't know, something, something along those lines, but you know, first year as a Christian and now they're, you know, taking on John Piper or something and showing the world why he's wrong. You know, you just got to be really careful with that stuff. There's just truth is truth and you should be able to analyze it. But do you really want to have to go through the process of, you know, I mean, there's already enough to discern out there, you know, do you, do you really want to have to fill your plate to that degree with uh, the need yeah. to discern? Um, all right. But that's, that's, um, well, I mean, that's more like blogging and, and podcasting, though. Um, what about, like, yeah. just Facebook? But, I mean, in terms of social media, stuff like Facebook and Twitter. So, I mean, it's, I suppose a little bit of a story helps. Mm-hmm. So, um, when Facebook was really becoming popular, mm-hmm. um, 
I went and became a missionary on the island of St. Helena for four years, uh-huh. where my monthly allowance in terms of data was 100 megabytes. Mm. MBs, megabytes, <laughs> not Gs, not, not GBs, no, not MBs. <laughs> that's, that's not a lot of megabytes. That's not a lot. And my wife wants to Skype her family. That's like an email. I know. Really. Yeah. <laughs> you got like one email. It's, it's, less, it's less than one audiobook. It's terrible. Oh, boy. So, um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I, was, I may have got it at some point. There was definitely some value in technology um, in terms of promoting church things, in terms of keeping in contact. Mm-hmm. But I got off the social network bandwagon, went into the wilderness. And when I came back, it had passed me by in one sense, and I didn't feel like running to try and catch up. Yeah, no, that's so, fair enough. Yeah. And that's it, though? That's, yeah. So, I mean, I'm very, uh, I suppose, personality-wise, very self-deprecating. Yeah. Not self-deprecating. Two very different things. No, totally. But you're both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Right, so you. Self- I mean, honestly, uh, there's so much on Facebook that's so mundane. You know, I don't yeah. care that you just made yourself a cup of coffee and I sit in front <laughs> of the fire. You know, don't don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, I love that. That's great. Um, okay. So now, here's the thing, though. Okay, maybe just uh, we probably talked about this before. I can't remember, but um, so one thing you know, we were talking the other day about Mark Dever and his um his uh interviews with pastors and that sort of thing and yeah right totally and and even how mark dever by the way is um someone like there's a good example of someone who you wouldn't expect would be putting photographs uh, photographs of himself on instagram making coffee and stuff but you know he comes pretty close and and (laughs) i wouldn't yeah, I mean, it's quite surprising sometimes. You know, you're expecting that from other people. But yeah, no, he's he's jumped on. But w- w- the interesting thing about that, though, is it forms almost like a package deal for me in that he's seen the value of it. Um, obviously, you've got just heavy narcissism and, and all sorts of whatever going on with uh, social media. But there's also a way yeah. to connect and be involved in the conversation and kind of rope people into your life and open your life up. And Yeah, but um, isn't Mark Diva like the doctor of deliberate? You know, he's oh, yeah. he does his sermon preparation with twenty other people in the room <laughs> looking over his shoulder. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right, right. But but what he's doing there is, uh, and, and you know, in- interestingly enough, you see him on Instagram sort of posting that. You know, he'll, and so yeah, it's very deliberate in that he's saying, "Hey, this is how I do it. This is this yeah. is one way. I just want you to know about this. I want you to see this." And it almost forms like a greater extension of of those um, interviews with pastors that I, we, we we mentioned. I don't know if if, if yeah, the person- I, I I have suspicions that he's not human. Yeah, I think he's an android or something. The dude is like a machine. The guy's like discipline like I've never seen. Oh, boy, totally. You know? Yeah, I remember him saying. So, I mean, I'm not surprised he's Instagramming his discipleship. You know, I mean, that's like, <laughs> there's Mark Diva right there. Sorry. You know? Um, he, um, he we used to walk around at school with a pocket calculator. Like, literally, he was one of those guys, you know? <laughs> I just, that's great right there. But um, what I'm saying, my point here is that I'm, I'm stoked whenever (laughs) I don't feel like I I see what he's doing there and, and um, I'm going like, Oh wow. You know, seriously, I'm, I'm not into it. I'm I'm always just super interested. And and another guy that won me over with this is because I, I'd say I'd probably, you know, in fact, 
um, I was probably almost maybe not quite as harsh as, as you are on the on the Facebook thing, but I was virtually as harsh as you are. And um, and I remember talking to Joe Thorne about it. And, um, you know, obviously he is another Mr. Social Media guy. Oh, yeah. And um, and he 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 honestly pushed back and actually challenged a lot of what I was thinking on, on this very point. He was saying, like, you know. I feel like I'm really stoked when when I other other pastors let me in on their weekly sermon prep process or show me their sermon notes or um, you know I I see a, a, you know John MacArthur you know hanging out with um, whoever else and you know I'm just I'm just interested and in, and it's just I, I like the fact that they they um, bring me into their their lives at that level um, you know I appreciate it and together with their ministry forms a bit of a package deal for that. And, um, and, and, you know, so when he was saying that, what I was actually thinking to myself was almost like the, the opposite frustration that I felt, uh, when you know guys that, that are very onto it theologically, um, perhaps you've read a few of their books, you wish you knew more about what they were doing and what, where they were and what their lives were like and, you know, what their families looked like and just stuff that obviously, you know, it's all pipe dreams. Right? I don't want people to know stuff. Why not? <laughs> I'm hiding all my sins, bro. I only, <laughs> ah. want, I only want people to see that well-presented part that I yeah. can protect. And, and, boo, that's, that's such a good idea, a uh, good uh, point, because, because, yeah, I think a lot of what you know, even just I, I know we're all over the place here, but but you think about preaching styles, and I know we've had a talk about this, and this would actually be great for. Um, oh my goodness, I forgot to set the timer for this podcast. Oh, <laughs> but um, all right, we'll we'll sort of we'll just make this a long one, um, and so. Um, thinking about um, preaching styles, um, you know yeah. it, the the polished rhetoric, the pastor on a on a pedestal thing has been huge. You know, in 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 I would say probably the last century, and and we're we're coming out of that now. I think in terms of just uh, especially uh, the generation now that it just it doesn't want McDonald's, doesn't want the glitz. It's tired of the the whole sort of uh, polished uh, fake thing. And uh, it, yeah. and, and authenticity. Any authenticity is big. Now I know there's a lot of critique you could throw into that, and there's there's this whole thing that we're not going into now. But some part of it I really appreciate in that I, I I'm one of those people. I'm one of those. Um, I'm part of that generation. I just don't want to. I'm just not buying the whole uh, glossed over deal and the the anchorman you know uh, news talk thing and and just the the hundred edits and yeah. you know it's it's. I, I don't buy it in the pulpit. It puts me off. It really does. It's something that I have to get over when someone goes into their sing-song sort of, um, you know, delivery and they just turn into a different person. Um, I, I, I appreciate it. I resonate with people who are the same people that I was talking to that get up into the pulpit and then, and then you know, preach preach in that they you see the intense side of their their personalities without them becoming a different person. And, um, and so yeah. the authenticity thing is huge for me. And um, and when he said that, I, I remember thinking, well, uh, actually, we've kind of jumped ship on the topic there. But that together with uh, what I was saying earlier and that, you know, yeah, when you don't when you don't get into seeing someone's life, um, I don't know, it's almost like today that's a, it does leave a bit of a question mark, <coughs> like uh, in light of social media, in light of the fact that that everyone's kind of, you know, connected at this level. Why is it that this person wants to pull? Well, I mean, so let me put it to you this way. My congregation sees my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't good need point. the world to see my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's good, um, right? And, I mean, I've got a lot of reticence towards 
you know, I'm no one else's pastor but the pastor of my church. Yes. Now, I don't want to presume to be the pastor of everybody. Right. Um, and another thing that, that makes me hesitant is I'm, I, I like to be very careful about anything I say publicly. I'm not sure how you felt mm-hmm. when you started recording your sermons. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was scared. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no. <laughs> you know, God's yeah. recorder, what, yeah. the thing he's got for Judgment Day, everyone gets to hear that one now. Yeah, because totally. all my words are now recorded for anyone to hear, mm-hmm. and so I mean, social media for me is just whew. yeah. Why do I want to? Add? My off-the-cuff statements are probably the you know in a multitude of words, sin is not lacking. Yeah, so um, I guess I'm just very hesitant. Totally. Yeah. No. And and look, we need to say that there is a um, that's a good thing, and perhaps the world needs more of that today. You know, in a day, in a in a in a day when everyone's just willing to to tweet all the crap on their mind, uh, you know, just, just keep it in and yeah. just shut up. Um, what keeps me sane, well, not sane, but um, maybe open to the idea. Well, this is what won me over in that I read a book, let's say, right. Yeah. Published by whoever. And may, maybe it's a famous guy and I read the book, but the thought crosses my mind. Oh my goodness. Imagine if this guy didn't write this book or imagine if this book wasn't published. You know, now he's mm. a pastor of his own church and whatever, and he could pull that same argument. But, you know, at the end of the day, this I'm so thankful. Now, the interesting thing about that, though, because you might come back and go, well, you know, if it's published and blah, 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 you know, there's a whole level of accountability. But the the books and podcasts, actually, and people that have most been most helpful to me, um, most influential, profoundly so, like genuinely helpful. I'm talking yeah. commentaries now through to. Uh, podcasts through to books, through to self-published books, through to um, you know blogs, um, Sunday school yes, Sunday school lessons, like things that you, you know you could quite easily see that person saying, "Oh, please, like no one needs to hear this." I got you know, and and almost pulling that same argument, like you know, th- their lives. Everyone knows their lives are going to be full of holes, and they're going to say stupid things. But I'm I just shudder at the thought sometimes that they hadn't published that stuff. Um, yeah, because you know what I mean. It's just been so beneficial, and so. I, you know what what Joe says, and what my brother actually uh, said to me as well, which which was, was almost like a little moment for me, because yeah, it pulled me right out of that hole. In that they said, um, if you're a pastor, every every pastor should be blogging, you know. So it's at some level, okay, not everyone should be saying anything, but every pastor should be blogging, every pastor should be putting their sermons online, every pastor um, needs to be uh, open themselves to that degree of um, both accountability i suppose but, a, but and uh and peer review maybe but but also um vulnerability in the sense that you know one of the most liberating things and i'm i'm not there yet i'm still working on this but honestly to the degree that i've overcome this it's been amazing it's been like one of the best things ever in that the most to to become comfortable with the fact that you say stupid things is almost like one of my greatest accomplishments you know uh in that it it, it frees you to just you know, um, not not put yourself on a pedestal that you're not on anyway. And and the reality is, I, you know, going through that same process. I remember when we started airing those sermons online, and even though you know, not a whole bunch of people are going to be listening to them, uh, it's still just it's instant, constant, global, and permanent. It's on the internet, so you just you do yeah. have that thought, and um, can't take it back. Now. Can't take it back. But then I thought, you know what? it's just a, a macro of the micro, you know, the, the reality is everyone in my church knows that I'm doing that. I'm saying stupid things anyway. And, you know, th- that's just part of you being okay with who you are. I mean, you, you haven't all got it all together. You, um, 
well, to the degree that there is something that disqualifies you from ministry, hey, wherever it comes from, that's okay. Let it be pointed out. You got to be comfortable with that. But um, you know, to the degree that there's just a, a honest vulnerability involved, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's something something that I feel like I need to be constantly challenged on and and pushed in. And um, yeah, so I mean, like for yeah. you, for you, I mean, so you I, always you always did well at ad libbing. I'm, I'm not a good ad libber. Well, you ad lib. I force you to ad lib on this thing. You're doing great. You're like the star ad libber. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> All right. So that's the self defecating Calvinist right there. Um, <laughs> um, so, hey, here's what we're going to do. Um, if, if, you're, uh, if you want Nick to get on social media, send me an email. I'll forward it to him or, or send his church an email, but peer pressure him. Draw him out of the shell, people. Let's do this. Um, <coughs> let's uh, let's get Nick to get on social media. But it's honestly been a blessing having you on this Please podcast. Please confirm the wickedness of social media by emailing me to get on social media. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Don't listen to that. It's a fallacy. Boom. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. No, well, that was a good talk, good thinking. Um, I, I, it's, it's a relevant subject, certainly. And... Um, we're going ahead with podcasting yeah, uh, at least. There right, are Nick. a lot of people who are thinking about canceling their Facebook and just keeping Messenger. You know, there are a lot of people who are just sick of the drivel. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's meaningful, I'm for it. If it's drivel, yeah, I waste the time. Well, one yeah. thing, I, one thing I do, and uh, this this changed. I remember I was nearly at the point of pulling right out of Facebook, for example, and I just unfollowed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, great. Clean it's, up your feed. It just changed. Clean up your feed. Totally. I just unfollow, I was like unfollowing. Oh, I don't really know what you there. Take this guy off. That guy off. Oh, and I was, you know what? Unfollow all. <laughs> nice and easy. And then I just sort of slowly pieced it back together. Who are the guys that I want to hear from each day? And uh, you know, it's cool. Why not? Everyone can do that. That's totally within your rights. And, um, and yeah, yeah it's, it's actually just a helpful time. Like there's some guys that are just really, you know, diligent in putting forward some good thoughts and, and, uh, yeah, I want to hear them. I, I want to be part of that. And Facebook's a good channel for that. But yes, yeah. it is the pit of hell <laughs> at another level. Our church is Facebook. What's that? We have a church Facebook page. Yeah, there we go. And I make sure that at least once or twice a week, there's new material on there just to encourage the church. Yeah. But I don't have a personal podium that I'm preaching from. Right. See now, I'm gonna try and work on because I would like to be part of your personal podium. That's the thing for me. So, oh, no. Yeah, man, totally. Definitely not, man. Right, That's guys. just voyeurism right there. <laughs> we'll call this one social media and voyeurism, and Nick Cleveley. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Nick. Cheers, man. Take it easy. Thanks for joining us today at Two Age Sojourner. Mm-hmm.